Hello, everyone, and welcome to Monsters in the Mist, a new actual play podcast based on hunting monsters in Halifax, Nova Scotia. My name's Taylor. I'm one of the players in the story. I play a character named Andy, along with my friend Eric, who plays a character named Meryl, and my friend Sophie, who plays a character named Rory. Along with us, there's also our great friend Jonah, who acts as our game master for the podcast. Now, you might be thinking, what game are you playing? Well... We are playing a game called Monster of the Week by Evil Hat Productions. It's a tabletop RPG, very similar to things like Dungeons and Dragons, but with a couple key differences. There's still characters and classes and abilities and all that stuff going on, but there's only five different skills you can use, which are charm, cool, sharp, tough, and weird. Those are the only skill checks you'll do for the whole game, And also, the only dice we will ever roll are two normal six-sided dice. If we get a 10+, that is a complete success. If we get a 7 to 9, it's a mixed success. And if we get a 6 or lower, it's considered a failure. Other than that, we do our best to explain as we go. But if there's ever anything you don't understand, let us know on our socials. How's that for a segue? Uh, yeah, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MonstersInMist. That's without the word the in there at the end, because apparently that would make our username too long for every platform that we use. So we just decided to keep things uniform. We should really, really think about these things before we name our show. But anyway, I'm sure you want to jump into the action, so I won't keep you any longer. Just want to say, if you enjoy the show, please remember to rate us on your podcast platform of choice. Share it with a friend or a family member who you also think would enjoy it, because all we're working on right now is word of mouth. So we really, really appreciate it, and we think you're super cool. But without further ado, welcome to the world of Monsters in the Mist. Enjoy! I guess we're just going to start with character introductions, right? Don't forget to introduce the hamster water bottle that Taylor has. The star of the show. It's like yeah. two liters. It's two liters, and he has to hold it upside down and stick his tongue out yeah. to, to move the ball up, and then the water comes down, <laughs> oh, he goes... Oh, my God. Fun fact, Taylor is actually a gerbil owned by a little boy named Andy. It's like a little reward. Hi, my name's Andy. I'm a first-year biology student at Dalhousie. And I'm really nervous because I have trouble fitting in and I'm not very good at making friends. So, ooh, ooh. and also there's been some pretty weird stuff happening lately, but maybe I'll get into that a little bit later. I am using the monstrous playbook. I don't know really what else we need besides that. I'm just kind of like a normal dude. Pronouns. He, him, casual looking, normal looking guy. <laughs> Most of the time. (laughs) Most of the time. Whoa, spooky. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we don't need to say our moves until we use them. Yeah. I feel like that makes sense. I was just, yeah, thinking of the playbooks and stuff. Uh, Yeah. Now you can do your big, your big intro, Meryl. Hey, uh, it's your guy, Meryl Bean, with another vlog. As you can see, I'm here permanently living in my custom built van. That's right. I'm living it full time with my dog here. Say hello, Storm. There's Storm. Beautiful greyhound. Named him Storm. 
Oh, yeah, there he is. <laughs> yeah, Nate, <laughs> calm down. Calm down, Storm. Sit. 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 He's still learning. I picked him up in a storm. That's why I named him Storm. Um, so, your man, Meryl Bean. I've been uh, working at the Mountain Equipment Co-op lately, getting that mad hour, the mad cash. Um, you know, 25 years old, trying to move my way up in the world, doing what I can, living out of my van here in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Woo! Love it. Where I grew up. I've been away for a while. It's good to be home. Got to avoid the rent, the parents and the rent because I'm living in the van. Anyway, I'll be sending more videos, sending some interesting content along my journey. Stay tuned, like, comment, subscribe, do your thing. You know what to do. Love you, YouTube. Bye. Uh, and just so everybody is in on the joke, Eric is doing this entire bit holding a video camera selfie style. Um, so that was a vlog. That was a real vlog. That was a vlog. That footage will be available on our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> some, some good audio content right there. Yeah, just I want everyone to picture him actually holding a camera because that's what he was doing. It was good. And it was a really shitty camera. Sorry, can we, can we swear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a dirty show. <laughs> so, Mike, I'm playing as the mundane. You know, I'm like an outdoorsy type of looking guy. Got like a Patagonia sweater on, like a buff and like rolling up my pants or whatever. Wearing some like hiking mm -hmm. shoes or some Blundstones, you know me. Um, or I got like a, a a big backpack, you know, that I'm always carrying, lugging around. Maybe like a headlamp. I'm always, I always got a headlamp on. Ready, you always have a headlamp ready on. Ready for a hike. <laughs> ready for it. Yeah. You've always got a headlamp and sunglasses on. Oh yeah. I'm always prepared for the outdoors. Beauty. Great, and we've got one more hunter. Hey, I'm Rory, uh, living with my parents here in Halifax. All of my friends went off to university this year, and I didn't really know what I wanted to do with myself, so I've been spending a lot of time on the computer, trying not to let the existential dread sit in, and petting my cat, Boots. And that's kind of my life right now. Um, been finding a bunch of weird stuff on the internet lately. Seems like there might be some things going on here in the city. So I've just been trying to figure out some more stuff about that. Cool. Does Rory have a last name? Rory Whitlock. Um, yeah, so I am playing the Flake. Well, I mean, do you want to describe like what the flake? Because you you are very adamantly not a conspiracy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I guess the flake is sort of built to be like the idea behind it. Like it's inspired by conspiracy theorists. I would say that Rory isn't quite like on that uh, spectrum yet. But the ideas that they have like spent a lot of time on, uh, like they're sort of like have a bit of a computer background. Maybe like do a little bit of hacking and end up finding some. Mm, covered up stuff uh online um that about about stuff happening in halifax that is maybe like a little bit supernatural uh mm. and so they're looking into that and that is sort of why uh i thought that the flake would fit yeah um, i know originally you were looking at the the crooked, the crooked but that seemed like a little bit too extreme and i and the crooked also doesn't have a great um mechanic for like the hacker side yeah. of things. Because so I know, yeah, I you like, wanted to be a hacker and you're like, well, oh, well, yeah, the I mean, is a villain or like a, uh, you know, against the law. I no, guess. it will also like but. the cricket is like very specifically like burglary, arson, yeah. 
assassination, which is like all fun and good. None of the but cool new 20th, yeah, like, 21st come on, century crimes. I want to be a, 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 a hip kid who... You anyway. wouldn't download a car. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, what if the one of the, the crooked's thing was uh, great reference, like uh, treason, just grand treason? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say that like Rory is like you know like uh, like hacking in terms of like stealing people's money and shit, but is probably like getting into things that they maybe shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Um, Has Rory ever been on the deep web? Well, I mean, I imagine, I don't know, like, I don't really know a whole lot about the deep web, but I imagine... <laughs> this is going to be really great for role-playing. Right? I know, I know. Yeah. Well, okay, like, well, I don't have to explain how hacking works. Like, in in movies, they're not like, uh, enter command X, Python code, this, whatever, you know? Rory found out all this stuff, so they have found it somewhere that isn't, like, uh, you know... It's not you're, Google searchable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. And that's that's what the deep web is. Um, they use they them pronouns, and I feel like uh, all the other stuff will uh, come out in gameplay. Yeah, I totally. Guess. So we've got. Oh, and they have a cat named Boots. Yes. I think I said that already. You did say that. That's also yeah. Now well, we have but... two animals. Have fun, Jonah. <laughs> I know. That's storm. We got Boots. We've only got two animals on the whole team. Uh, all right. Ooh. So Andy Palmer Merrill being Rory Whitlock. Um, the way that this campaign is going to be, or this mystery, this arc, I guess it's called an arc in Monster of the Week as opposed to like a campaign. I think it's called a mystery. Well, there's the mysteries, which are like the smaller Ooh, bits and the arc is the I over see, see. Yeah, The arc is the whole big thing. And then each arc has like a bunch of mysteries inside of Bold it. Yeah. to assume there's a whole big thing. Oh, if I know Jonah, there's a whole big thing. <laughs> There's a whole, the whole big thing. The whole big thing was created like eight months ago in a fever dream I had. And then it came to me. And I just had dream. to put all the pieces together. So, yeah, the idea behind this whole arc and this whole experience that we're trying to go through together is that we wanted to play a role playing game uh, that took place in where we all live. So, mm-hmm. we all do live in Halifax, HRM. Like, we want to kind of, I want to at least draw on a lot of what makes Halifax a unique city and draw on the lore of Halifax and the mysteries of Halifax and kind of incorporate them into the mystery. Plus, I think we talked a lot about how Halifax just like lends itself really well for that sort of like spooky atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Port City, like it's one of the older ones. It's, yeah, it's one of the oldest cities in, in Canada. Yeah, I mean. Modern cities. Yeah. Yep. Okay, wait, so go back to the beginning of the episode. Everything you're about to hear is real, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, this all Perfect. actually happened. Uh, and this is, okay, let's first um, talk about how you all know each other. Now that you know a little bit more about each other's characters, how do you think you would know each other? And the purposes of this isn't like you hang out every day, but more so when you all meet for the first time, in a few minutes. It isn't for the first it time. It isn't for the first yeah. time. You go, oh, I remember you. You were my babysitter. And then they go, oh, I remember you. You were my dad's dog. So is, uh, I think you said, Eric, that Meryl is from Halifax, but has been away for a while. Is Andy also from Halifax? Yes. Or, well, that makes things easier. Doesn't so, it? you know, Andy and Rory probably went to like high school together or something. That seems like the easiest connection for me. Yeah. I mean, you're both 18. There yeah. is one uh, high school on the peninsula. Yes, so that's true. Good old Peninsula High School. That's where we went. <laughs> Peninsular High School. Yeah, Peninsular High School. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Named. Yeah. Check. All right. Excellent. And 
So I don't think I talked to them because I thought they were really weird. And yeah, I also probably spent a lot of time on the computer. (laughs) I think um, I I didn't really have too many friends. It was one of those things that I was like, lone wolf. Like, if I can't get it with the cool kids, I don't want to be friends with anyone else. Did you have one of those cool sweaters that had the wolves howling at the moon on it? The t-shirt and then over it was a uh, sweater with skulls on it. It was like a brown sweater and it had like golden skulls all over it. And I was like, (laughs) I walk alone. Wow. Yeah. I walk a lonely road. Exactly. Um, I said that I think actually probably Rory like did have some close friends, but they... uh, like you know they weren't like the cool kids but it was like sort of that like band kid vibe where it's like you've got your group and then i think a lot of them went away but yeah so we probably know each other from school and just like weren't uh close like i probably wouldn't even really be super aware of the fact that you were still in the city if it weren't for like facebook or whatever yep makes sense to me sweet and that so now we have to figure out how the 18 year olds know the 25 year olds in the most natural way possible. Okay, hear me out. <laughs> so I'm seven years older than both of you. I thought you were going to say I'm seven, and I was like, this is a twist. I'm 25, and you're 18. Yeah. Adds up to me. So maybe I That's was math. summer camp leader. Okay. One summer. Summer camp leader. I was... Baby City, Baby City, whoa. <laughs> baby City? <laughs> you both were in the same summer camp. Meryl Beam was your summer camp leader. What if it was like uh, a few years ago? Because I don't, I don't think either of us are really the camper type. I mean, I, I wouldn't, like, I would imagine that Rory's parents probably sent them to summer camp. Like, I feel like that would be uh, not hugely uh, unbelievable. Okay. I was going to say like a school camp trip, you know, like like a field trip, like a field trip for like a few days at the end of like sixth grade oh. or whatever it is. I mean, yeah. you can also have different reasons why, you know, Meryl. That's also like, true. You could know Meryl Rory because you went to camp and yeah, and then you could pick a different reason why uh, Andy and uh, Andy and Meryl know each other. How do you feel about coaching baseball, Meryl? How about rock climbing coaching? <laughs> rock climbing coaching. Oh there is rock climbing day camp at uh, the Dow. That's true. In the summer. Okay, I'm yeah. into that. We'll do that. There you go. Yeah. Okay. I. So you've worked at summer camp. So you are playing me then. <laughs> <laughs> you are a summer camp counselor just... who also once worked at the Dow day camp. Yep. So just so everyone knows, I originally pitched my character as Jonah A. Campbell. Then I thought, uh, I'm not going to be that mean. So I so just, just changed, uh, the, changed name. the name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, same yeah. character. <laughs> uh, what was the camp called, Eric? It was called. Um... Oh, Eric's trying so hard to remember what the summer camp I grew up to, grew up going to, is called. Oh. Lake Okenhagen. <laughs> Okenhagen. <Camp>. Lake <laughs> Okenhagen camp. Hey, hey, man! Quit hogging all the oaks, man. <laughs> Those are the only good trees around uh, here. Oh, and at the end of the summer, there's this huge, like, a pig spit roast, and it's, like, smoked over oak. 
<laughs> and that's why that's why it's yeah and it's becoming like more and more of an issue as like more people's like kids are vegetarian and like <laughs> yeah. it's a what do you mean they yeah. don't eat the meat and they, and they kill <laughs> what are we gonna do we're gonna change the name they kill the pig in front of all the kids so it kind of traumatizes everyone yeah and like they all go home Once. traumatized yep oh we didn't know they were so and the camp like the camp has got like shut down i went to because anyway I, I went to a summer camp with a, a girl who became a vegetarian because they went to a summer camp and they had a pig roast and they're like this is the most disgusting thing i've ever seen in my life i don't want to watch a whole pig get roasted and they became a vegetarian because of it hey we're changing lives we're changing lives at camp mm-hmm. yeah making people vegetarian okay great so let's uh let's talk about place and time and we can get started we are going to be starting this story back in September of 2019 in Halifax. So this is the same month that uh, Hurricane Dorian happened. Also, to the crane. The crane. Yeah, the crane was a monster. <laughs> <laughs> that was a supernatural event. It was a ghost trying to uh, take over the crane, and it just couldn't keep yeah. control of it. Rory it was like, over. "This crane. It seems suspicious." Yeah, goes on the deep web <gasps> and looks at it. Looks it up. Yeah. Figures it out. Uh, this is mostly to kind of avoid having to deal with COVID in our story. Uh, and also because I think Hurricane Dorian was very spooky and it just cast a very spooky vibe over the rest of the fall season. That's very true. So we're just, also yeah. only give us a few months to avoid the uh, COVID situation. But We'll just pretend that it Well, no, happen. it's just a separate. This is like a oh, separate. Oh, this is where the timeline splits. Timeline. This is where the timeline splits. Hey, you, baby. A world without it COVID. Alternate universe. When the crane fell, it split the timeline. <laughs> oh, my God. It fell so yes. hard. It just, and the my, whole thing. Shattered. And then all of a sudden. It just fractured. The, the space-time continuum was like, bloop. And we're all stuck in the, the crummy one that's got the COVID. Groundhog Day loop. Yeah. So we are in September 2019. Let's start with you, Rory Whitlock. Rory Whitlock, it is September. Yep. You're at home. You're not yep. at school like all your friends. Nope. Uh, what is what is someone who doesn't go to university immediately from high school do on a regular weekday? Um, I feel like probably doesn't get up uh, at any like particular time. Does a lot of the like scrolling of the uh, mm-hmm. the old social medias for a while in bed. How does that feel? Seeing like I'm sure your feed full of people doing orientation. Yeah, things. I think it it sucks a lot, and I think that was sort of like when I when I was thinking about Rory like not being in school and being at home at. Uh, that was sort of like the first thing that that really like clicked for me because I mean, you know, I think a lot of people have felt some taste of that recently. I mean, maybe not to the same extent, but like with COVID shutting things down. So just the sort of that like existential kind of like, oh, what am I doing with my life? And, you know, you find things that are like entertaining in the moment and, mm-hmm. you know, Rory will like spend time with their cat and hang out with their parents when they get home from work and um like work on stuff online but they don't really have that like purpose and so they don't really know how to spend their time yeah but yeah rory doesn't have a job no um and i think they like part of that is also they just like like they don't know what to do and they don't really feel like they have anything to contribute in this moment and so they're like just trying to you know, stay in contact with their friends, but mm-hmm. their friends are like maybe elsewhere, uh, like at school in you know different different cities. 
um, you know, living lives without them. So yeah, it's a lot of like being at home and being by themselves, which is weird after, you know, getting out of high school where every day is planned out for you and yeah. you're around your people all the time. Totally. Uh, so I think Rory's in their bedroom right now then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rory, it's, it's your mother. Do you mind if I come in? Okay. Uh, and your mother opens the door. What does your mother look like, Rory? Um, she has curly brown hair mm-hmm. and she, um, I don't know. She's just kind of like got that like warm mom vibe. Is she a Pixar mom? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. She's <laughs> oh a Pixar God. mom. That's really good. Yeah. That's really good. <laughs> um, I think, I think also like Rory gets along well with their parents. So, mm-hmm. you know, they have a good relationship what what does what does their mom do i feel like small business owners probably does make sense i think they probably work together i what is the small business is it Gigi's? (laughs) Gigi's ice cream i don't know if it's if it's Gigi's ice cream but i feel like it's something of like the kind of like yeah independent uh small business maybe they sell like local um like things made by local artisans or yeah like um just a lot of like it's like an that sort of style of independent business where they like have either like local people or like small built businesses from around the country and they like stock those things those things on top of what they produce themselves yeah rory's dad i think makes like little carvings of things he's got like a oh. little like wood shop in oh, the he's a garage huge dork then yeah <laughs> yeah it, that it checks out the huge dork in the pixar mom yeah. love it uh and the pixar mom um let's call her julie julie oh yeah definitely julie <laughs> oh definitely julie i told you this I is can dirty picture show. her with her curly brown hair <laughs> and her fat ass <laughs> no don't do this to rory's mom <laughs> <laughs> this is the actress that plays her junk Joan Cusack. She's, oh, she's Joan, Joan Cusack. Plays every mom. She does play every mom. It's true. Also, there Cusack are so many more Cusacks than you would expect. Yeah. There's like John, four of them. John Cusack. Joan Cusack. And then there's another one, at least, who's also an actress. There's Ant. There's Anne Cusack. Yeah, Anne Cusack. Yeah, there's, there's a bunch of them. Yeah. And they all have the same face. You know, some podcasts have an ad break. Around here, we have <gasps> a Cusack break, everybody. Cusack. <laughs> Cusack? This week on Cusack oh, Watch. And their mom is called Sorsha Cusack. Sorsha? <laughs> right. That's not a like name. Well, this is thrilling. No, no, like Sorsha Ronan. Sorsha Ronan, yeah. Sorsha. Sorsha. Oh, no, this is Sorsha. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by the Cusack family. Great. Uh, I'm gonna write this down. We're getting so many new characters. So on, Julie's right? standing there. So yeah, Julie's standing there, and uh, she says, "And you're still laying in bed, I assume." Um, I mean, is it like nine a.m.? With yeah, sure. Uh, honey, it's it's almost noon. Are you gonna get out of bed today? Yeah, mom. I'm. I have to feed Boots. Are you? What's going on? Um. <laughs> not boots what? you can't take boots away before we even begin uh sorry it's just i had it's like one of those moments where i had exactly where this conversation was going and the first thing you said i just contradicted the shit out of it welcome to role-playing games Ooh, baby right, let's um, go <laughs> Yeah, I think she goes, okay, well, I am, um, your father already fed Boots, actually. He oh. was pretty, uh, pretty hungry. Like I said, it is almost noon. Um, 
honey, do you, do you mind if I, and, and she kind of walks into the room and, and sits on the edge of the bed. Or he kind of gets up a little bit. Um, do you have kind of like a plan? Oh my God. I know we talked about it over the summer a little bit about you maybe, um, seeing how your, what your friends were doing and, and maybe getting a job. Um, you yeah. can still work at the store. That's always an option. I mean, like, I mean, obviously I don't want to be, I don't know, sitting around all the time. It doesn't feel great, but I guess I just don't know what to do. I, I, know, I don't know. I Mom. know that, that when you weren't accepted into ITT tech, that it was, it was really rough on you because you love computers so much. <laughs> sounds so genuine my heart is breaking <laughs> can we pause I'm so sorry I couldn't do it oh I did you tag I just said it and then I couldn't keep a straight face sounds like a oh computer Lord. school to me I don't know yeah, I this is actually just a podcast ITT. about people who are really bad at role playing games. <laughs> I'm trying to be so serious. Yeah, mom comes in. <laughs> I just can't even say ITT tech. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I know you're super bummed out when you couldn't get into ITT tech, but I think it's time you either start looking for other options or you you need to find a way to get yourself out of bed every day. <sighs> Yeah. She, yeah, she's kind of stern at this point. She goes, and I know Boots is getting kind of jittery downstairs, so can you maybe I don't know, take him outside or take him for a walk or something? Because I, we just we can't have him lopping around the house. Okay, Mom. And Rory kind of gets up and... <laughs> it's a cat, man. Wow. I definitely did not think that this interaction was going to go this way. Just, like between the two of us, I was, I was not expecting I was, this outcome. I was picturing the cat. It was like <laughs> shitting on the counter. What? Like, I don't oh, know. God. Just making a mess downstairs. I don't know. I can't contain myself right, All right. now. Rory sort of sits up and and gives their mom a kiss on the cheek and is like, "Okay, I love you, mom." Um, I think they go downstairs and they sort of peek into the garage where their dad works. Mm. His dad in the show. Hey there, champ. Finally out of bed this morning. Yeah. Um, dad, have you seen Boots? Mom said that she was kind of. Yeah, Boots. Um, the, the garage door is open like two feet, you know, letting the sunlight in, I yeah. guess. And uh, yeah, Boots was just uh, hanging around the front in the front lawn just a second ago, actually. Okay. Uh, I'll go find her then. All right. Um, and you go outside to, uh, to find Boots and you get out there and Boots is not in the front yard. She probably wandered off somewhere. Okay. Not going to think too much about it? I mean, like, if it's an indoor outdoor cat. Well, yeah, like, you know, cats will go outside and then they'll come back a couple hours later. So I don't think Rory really thinks about it too much until, like, later in the day Mm. um, when, you know, Boots doesn't come home. Yeah. And Boots does not come home. Andy, uh some weird stuff happened to you over the summer that you don't have to get into but everyone should know that some weird stuff happened to andy over the summer and you now find yourself in the position where you are both starting your first year at university going through a lot of uh, emotional and social change but also you have to deal with this kind of underlying thing that is continuing into your first year 
Um, now, something that we established, I established with Andy before was that he is going to have to contact someone uh, once a week for updates and information. Um, and do you want to maybe start with that, Andy? Tell me maybe a little bit about your first week at university and then uh, kind of this, yeah, just how you're feeling about making this phone call. Yeah. Um, I kind of mentioned I'm sort of an awkward dude, just kind of keep to myself. Always had trouble latching on to people. And I don't know. Everyone just kind of looks at me weird. So I, uh, I don't usually bother with people unless I need to. So university. Are you, are you living in residence? Yeah. I guess. Sorry. Yeah, I would say so. You're going to be staying in res. Okay, cool. So yeah, I, I think probably the first week of classes has been very like nose down just sort of keeping to myself and that's sort of refreshing because in high school everyone knows you and you know already it's hard to like open up if you want to but here I'm like oh it's a blank slate like I'll just kind of keep to myself watch some people see who's interesting maybe if I want to talk to someone I can but for now you know it's there's no pressure I can just hang out and see how my classes are going to go and at the same time there's all this shit going on with Benoit. Benoit. Benoit Julien. Benoit Julien. That's it. <laughs> so I've been talking to him for a little bit. Um, I feel like he's kind of been, I don't want to say not taking me seriously, but ever since he reached out to me, it's, it's, I, I was expecting something more from him, but uh, I think he's holding back basically. So we haven't really gotten to the nature of, uh, why this contact's happening, but I'm sure we will. It just seems very one-sided at this point, and I feel like I'm just kind of being babysat. So did, did he contact you, yeah. or like how did this establish? I mean, because um, I just I don't so know anything about this. So I'm curious. he reached out to me with an offer to do some work for him, and he's just kind of been beating around the bush since then. Um, not really actually giving me any substantial leads on anything. So I'm I'm kind of getting a little bit frustrated with that. It's probably been, what, like a month and a half or so? Uh, we can call it a month. Let's just call it a, a, a oh, month okay. even. Sure. So yeah, just a couple calls back and forth to, in my opinion, not really talk about anything. But I also don't really know what his goal is yet. So yeah, so let's, how about you're in your dorm room right now and you, uh, you're kind of like bringing up the courage to make the call. Sure. Yeah, so Benoit, uh, he he uh, picks up the phone on the first on the first ring. Goes, "Hey man, you finally call me. How are you doing? Good. I haven't heard from you in like all week, man. Yeah, well, I mean, you're the one who told me once a week, so so here it is. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, but I say you know minimum once a week. You can call more often if you want to say hello or something. Yeah. Uh, you just don't seem very eager after what we talked about. That's all. I mean. I just, Benoit, I, to be honest, I, I just don't know what's going on. Like, are you are you going to help me out with this or not? Okay, I know I've been dodging your things, man. It's just been a little bit, uh, it's been a little bit crazy down at the uh, the Rudder, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, all these students come, they want all their beer. They say, oh, I got to come to Rudder, Rudder Brewing to get my beers and things like that. So, you know, I have this second job, right? I have to do this. Yeah, yeah, I get it. And I'm starting school and there's a lot going on, so... 
it would be nice okay, well, to kind of work this out a little bit more. Right, right. I do have something for you. This is why I'm so excited. So don't uh, don't get so sad with me, okay? I do have something for you this week. I have um, a Chuck and I have been talking, and we uh, we want you to little investigate something for us. If this is okay, if you don't have too much busy with school. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on? Um. So it is probably nothing, but. Uh, we have noticed in the north end uh, around uh, around the the place where the people go climbing there that uh, uh, there have been lots of like missing cat sign uh, or oh, my cat boots is not here uh, my cat uh, silver tongue is not here uh, <laughs> are these real signs my, are you making this up I I swear to God I saw a sign that says my cat silver tongue is missing and I think this is such a strange name for a cat. If you but send am, me to go pick up your groceries again, I I I'm gonna hang up the phone. I can't do that again, man. I'm no, not no, falling no, for your tricks. This is not like when I get you. This is not like when I ask you to get me my tiramisu. Okay, I, for real, for real, there is missing cats all over the north end. And it's becoming a problem. The police, they, I know that they have been looking into it uh, from uh, some of the information that I am able to get. Uh, so it would be really nice if this Saturday you could go and just take a look around, uh, maybe talk to some people, maybe look at some of the signs. Uh, if uh, there are friends of yours, I know you are from here originally, uh, that have cats that have gone missing, maybe just talk to them, you know? Okay, yeah, I mean, I guess I can do that. Is this really... Something you need me to do personally? Don't you have all kinds of people who can do this for you? Like, I'm just a kid. I don't know. I don't even know what's going on. Who do you think? I mean, when we had our little uh, our little meetup earlier this summer, I mean, that was it, man. It was just me and Chuck. You think there is more people? Honestly, yeah, I did think there was more people. Oh, that is probably why you're so brazen and asking if you could join. I was like, what do you mean? Can you join? This is a duo, my guy. And all of a sudden you say, oh, I want, I want to, I want to help you and see what you do. I'm like, that's a bit of a, a power move. I thought you were very confident to say this, but uh, no, no, it's just the two of us. And now we are seeing if you are able to, to help out a little bit. All right. Benoit, if it's, if it's going to help you talk to me about anything, you know, I will help you with these lost cats, okay? I will go Saturday afternoon and I will I'll sweep the city, all right? Thank you. Th and, and let me say, we are getting close with your thing too. We are getting more information every day, so do not worry. It is not on the back burner, as you say. Uh, uh, we are also working on this thing for you still. So um, you do this for us, I do this for you. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll talk to you on Saturday. All right, uh, I'll talk to you then. Thank you. Uh, uh, <laughs> God. Wow. I I did, I did take French immersion from primary to grade 11. Oh, yeah. Great. Are my mom French, was born Jonah? in France. Like I didn't my, know that. My grandfather's Acadian. Yeah, you know, I'm allowed <laughs> to, to do flex. this accent. Oh, God. Makes sense. Makes no, sense. stop yeah. right now. Mm. All right, hit us, Meryl Bean. I know you've got something cooked up for me. Where are you? What's going on? Okay, what kind of van do you drive? Let's establish what your van looks like. I say a Dodge first. Dodge Ram. A Dodge Ram? Yeah. Is that a kind those... of truck? No, no, the Rams. That's a those truck. Ram. <laughs> oh my. Like a Dodge Grand Caravan? Oh yeah, what no, are we talking you're about right. Here? A Dodge Ram. I'm sorry, I don't oh, know. What that is. Okay, hold on. It, Let's it just is do a, truck, a Mercedes. Let's do the big Mercedes ones. The Mercedes um, Sprinters. Are you um, loaded? I yep. My parents are loaded. They bought this nice. for me. <laughs> uh, oh, one of those big fan, those thick boys. Yep, Mercedes Sprinters. That's what I'm driving. Like a a fridge on wheels. <laughs> yeah. It's like I'm. 
Oh my god. What color is it? It's white. It's white. Anything painted on it or it's just plain white? Yep. Damn. My van is just plain old white. <laughs> Unmarked. <laughs> yeah. Classic ice cream man style. Because uh when you when you're doing van life, you don't want um people to know you're living in the van because then people will like try to break into it. So like I'm driving um what do you call it? Not incognito, but stealth. I'm stealth can. No, it's incognito. It is incognito. Yeah. You've got the incognito symbol with the the glasses and the fedora. Like, yeah, the- in the corner. <laughs> let me give you a walk through the van. Actually, let me just play my van tour video for you on YouTube. Okay. All right. So you can see I have uh, a queen size bed for me and Storm here laid horizontal. I got these little fairy lights. Yeah, it makes the mood really nice. You pull down the screen here, and uh, we have a projector set up so we can watch Netflix. Netflix and chill with Storm, you know. Uh, Over here I have (laughs) a uh, small fridge, just us, so it's one of those fridges that opens up from the top like a cooler. And we have our little cook stove, a little sink. Um, uh, Underneath this drawer right here is a little potty where I go number two or number one in the middle of the night. Otherwise, we're just trying to find places where we can use the bathroom and other... Other spots, you know. You gotta, you gotta sacrifice things in, living in the van. And this little curtain here closes from the the cockpit to the living area. We love it here. It's great. This is the van. This is my life. Yeah, and, and Storm gives an enthusiastic. Yeah, that's, uh, so that's the van. Beautiful. So yeah, Storm has got to take a piss. Uh, you pull over. Where are you? Where are you pulling over at? Where are you in the city right now? South Park Street, and I'm just gonna pull into uh, into Point Pleasant. Okay, great. Uh, and so. Storm hops out of the car and immediately is is sprints into the woods. Here, boy, no, uh, you you gotta un- unleash. This is dogs. Oh, unleash. And uh, don't you have a move that kind of fits this, Eric or uh, Meryl, rather? Um, I have an oops move. Mm. This the oops move. If you want to stumble across something important, the te- the keeper will find something important and useful, although not necessarily related to the immediate problems. Yes. So your immediate problems are your dog has just run into the woods and you're you're running after it. I oh, imagine. oops, my dog. God, storm. Yeah. Back so you're st- running through the woods <laughs> and uh, the, the dog's just like just storm. out of reach. You know, like it turns around a corner just as you're getting around the corner and then it like bolts ahead behind a tree and you have to like get to the tree. Uh, Here, and then when you you finally stumble across where storm has decided to pee and you look down at your feet. And you see the grizzled, blood-stain-patched remains of half of a cat. And uh, you look down at the tag, and on it says, My name is Boots. If you find me, please call the following number. Number.